Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. The first thing you need to realize is that God is your source. You need to realize that God is your source. So when you speak God's word and you declare over a situation or declare over certain things, what you are declaring is you're you're declaring the word of God. You are speaking the life of God over that situation or over that circumstance. You are declaring the supremacy of God over that thing. You are saying that God, you're recognizing God over that circumstance. When you decree God's word over your finances, you're not asking that funds should come to you from certain direction but you're saying that God is your source so wherever he chooses to bring funds your way that's what you're declaring when you speak to your bank accounts to be full you are not with one part of your mind expecting that oh there's someone that's going to give me money from here and money expecting money from there no you are saying that God is the Lord over your bank accounts, so it should not be empty. So, when you are declaring over your bank accounts to be full, and you are declaring over your life and saying that you are not, you're not in lack and you're not in want, you're not saying that, okay, I have to have the money to do the things that I need to do. You are saying that God is Lord over your life, so you cannot lack. So you cannot live in want. However he chooses to provide that is left to him. So when you say my debts are paid, my, uh, my, my, my bills are paid, my debts are, are, are forgiven and all that. And you're declaring those things. You're not saying that, okay, someone will give me money to pay my debt. Or someone will give me money to pay my bills. You're saying the bills are paid. You're saying the debts are cancelled. Why? Because you're acknowledging that God is your source. You're acknowledging that God is your source. So when we talk about developing faith to receive a prophetic word, what we're saying is that we're not saying that this prophetic word that has been spoken will come in this direction, but we're saying the God that has released that word will cause the word to come to pass. So when God says that we're in a season where three months of favor will deliver for us results that are equivalent to 30 years of labor, we are saying that we are positioning ourselves well such that whatever wants to happen such that that prophecy will come to pass will happen. So we're not looking to one particular way. We're looking to heaven. We're looking to him. The Bible says looking on to Jesus who is the author and finisher of our faith. Looking unto him, 
word of God that is spoken requires faith. Faith is the tool that we use to receive what grace has made available for us. Faith is what we stretch out to receive what grace has already prepared. So our faith does not prepare anything. Our faith only strengthens us to receive what grace has prepared for us. Jesus oftentimes will say, I've not seen someone with so great faith. It, what he's saying is that I've not seen someone who is receiving so much of what grace has made. I've not seen someone who is stretching out like that to receive so much of what grace has made. I haven't seen. Turn to Hebrews chapter 11. I'll show you a few things there. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it ain't a good testimony. By faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, the people who have gone ahead of us, they obtained a good testimony. And it started in verse 3 by saying, By faith, we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not clearly made of things which are visible. Verse 4, by faith, El offered, the, offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that it pleased God. Verse 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. So all these people stretched out to receive something that grace has already made, as that grace has already prepared. A word had gone forth. Noah, Noah, uh, um, Noah built an ark. By faith he moved with godly fear. He, he heard the word of God, heard the instructions of God. Believe that word. He dared to believe that God would send rain on earth when there was no rain. So that reaching out is his faith. That believing is his faith. That reaching out against all odds is his faith. So when God says that we're in a season where we have three months of favor equivalent to 30 years of labor, he's asking is anybody daring to believe that word? Is anybody daring to run with that word? Is anybody daring to anchor that word and hold on to it? Verse 8, by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called out to go, when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. 
and he went out not knowing where he was going not knowing so they were not looking there wasn't something definite that they saw that made them realize that oh um if i do this this will happen to me no he said not knowing where he was going he went at the word of god not knowing where he was going he says by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with isaac and jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he waited for the city which has foundations which whose builder and maker is god so his focus and trust was not in a project was not in an idea was not in a promise from a man but was on god was on god and then god said to him you will be the father of nations so he wasn't looking to Sarah or looking to Haggai to give him the child. But he was looking to God. He was looking to God. He was looking to God. So when God gives you a word, your focus is in him. However he chooses to bring that word to pass is left with him. When we began and strategize and, 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 and put one or two things together and say, okay, maybe it's going to come from this direction or it's going to come from this direction. If it doesn't come from here, maybe it will come from here, maybe it will come from here. And at the end of the day, it comes from none of them. Then we become disappointed. And then we're discouraged. It says, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. She received strength because... She realized that, look, everything is gone. I'm in my old age. I cannot conceive. So she believed that word. That believing of the word is the faith. So by believing that word, she receives strength to conceive. Why? Because the Bible says she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him, as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore she judged him faithful God will never give a word that he cannot fulfill he says he that endures till the end will I give the crown of life truth of the matter is there is a crown of life but it's the one that endures to the end that will get it. The one that stops in the middle will not get it. Say so he that endures to the end will get it. So the guy who stops in the middle can say, Oh, that thing is blood dash. There is no crown of life. But Jesus said, He that endures to the end will I give the crown of life. So when a word comes and you're pulling your faith, stretching out to receive, go all out. Don't stop. Don't stop halfway. Go all out. Because you will get the crown of life and then when people come to you trying to understand ah, but but we're in the same gathering together we we have the same word no i endured till the end i pressed on till i got it i believed it so much that i was willing to lay everything down for it i believed it so much i believed it so much look at verse 13 he said these all died in faith not having received the promises 
but having seen them afar off were sworn of them embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth for those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland and truly if they had if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out they would have had opportunity to return but now they desire a better that is a heavenly country therefore god is not ashamed to be called their god for he has prepared a city for them let me explain what that means to you there's a person of that scripture probably really wrong with god that says they love not their life unto death what happened is when when god gives you a word and you're running with that word when you know that that word is meant to produce for you what happens is that you stay with that word regardless of the circumstance regardless of the situation someone was telling me a story today she said she went for an interview for for a job uh, she was supposed to do a contract for a company and she got there she had she had prepared she had decked up and everything and then when she got there she she she, she sat down and then after a few talks and everything and then they said um, we're sorry we cannot give you the the contract and she said all of a sudden she just changed she was speaking english before and she just changed to worry why did i not go give me why bro see this where i wear now fifty thousand. as i dress come full like this i know saying no go give me but i will talk my mind i don't come play i can't play the job by the time she finished the man said this is a check for two hundred thousand. when will you start why because she knew that she had nothing to lose when you know that you've reached your end, there's nothing to lose, you will get what you're looking for. But most of the time, we try to play it safe. We try to compose. We try to check through scripture. Everybody that received from Jesus said they had come to their end. There was no tushness again. There was nothing to hide. There was nothing. They knew that that was the end. They loved not their life unto death. It says, he that will find his life will what? Will lose it. But when you are still trying to lose your, to, 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 to keep your life. No. You won't eventually. But when you know that, look, this is all I've got. This is all I've got. This is all I've got. You'll get it. Look at that woman. She got to the end of herself. Say, look, you know, this is I've been suffering this thing for 18 years. Nobody, I'm not disturbed about anybody right now. All I just want is to touch the hem of his garment. That was her focus. That was her goal. Oh, the crowd was irrelevant. Every other thing irrelevant. Her focus, her goal was to touch the hem of his garment. And she moved in that direction. Knowing that nothing else but that. Once I touch it, either I die or I die. She had no backup. There was no second chance. That was the only thing. Anytime you make Jesus your backup, your first and everything, you eventually get what you want. But somehow, in the back of our mind, there's an uncle somewhere, there's an aunt somewhere, there's somebody I could just put a call through and you know, no. But when we come to that place where it's the end, and we see Jesus only as the focus. You get what you want. You get what you want. 
Look at verse 17. It says, By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And we, he who had received the promises, offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called. At that moment, he was, he was gone. I mean, okay, if you want to kill him, no problem. Kill him. I don't care anymore. If you want to kill him, kill him. You want me to sacrifice him or sacrifice him if that's what you want. Okay, take him. And at that moment that he had, this is my all. And then God showed up. Why does God wait till that moment? Look all through scripture. I've checked everywhere. Why? He wants us to come to the end of ourselves so that he can begin. But most of the time, we don't want to come to the end of ourselves. We believe that if we come to the end of ourselves, we'll be gone. No! That's when you now begin to experience God. So most of the time, being God show up in certain ways is because we've not come to the end of ourselves. We're still keeping, holding back some part. Holding back some part. Holding back some part. We need to come to the end of ourselves. If you want to see a great God, miracles like you've never seen, supernatural hand of God like you can, your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. Where you die, that's where I will die. Anybody that says that in scripture, they never come to their end. God always shows up. Because at that point, they're already dead. At that point, they've left everything. All that is left is for God to show up. That's all that is left. So this season, I sense God wanting us to come to the end of ourselves. The end of ourselves. And, and know that it's just Him. It's just Him. That's what He's waiting for. For Him to just show up. That's what He's waiting for. I've looked all through Scripture. I couldn't find one. All of them that came to the end of themselves thinking that this thing is going to kill them. It never did kill them in the end. But they had come to God. Look at the four lepers. They had come to their end. They said, if we go here, we die. If we go here, we die. So what was in their mind was not even the food they were going to eat. It was death. That was what was in their mind. They were ready to die for it. For what they believed in. If you believe a dream, a vision that God has given you and you're ready to die for it, you will live for it. If God has put something in your heart and you say, God, I know you gave me this thing. Even if it kills me, you will leave. You will leave. We got this place like that come to the end of it. I was not picking some people's calls again. They were calling me from Lagos because they were disturbing me. Each time they call me, they're like, ah, Pastor Alpha, you have not started the church. So I stopped answering some people's calls. I don't even call some people. I just left. I just, because I'd come to my end and I was like, God, you know what? Someone even called one time. I said, look, if it's not doing it, but that could, better come back to Lagos. Uh, you know, young people can say all sorts of things. And I said, God, I knew what I heard. I knew what you told me. If I die doing this, then I die doing it. And the moment I came to that end, like everything just started clearing. 
and open it up. This season that we're in, if you want to see the miraculous hand of God, come to the end of yourself. Let God show up. He cannot walk with you still walking. He can't. You need to stop and allow him to walk. You need to let go. You need to completely let go. Completely. Just let go. Allow him. You need to just let go. Allow him to walk. Come to the end of yourself. That's how you develop faith. So when you see God walk one time, it'll be easy for you to see him again. But whereby the whole season and period will go, you won't, you won't see the hand of God move. You won't have a reference point. You won't have something to say, oh, I, I, I remember when he did this for me, when he did that for me. No, you won't have. You're probably thinking of something in 1990, 1980. No, you need a recent show of God's move. A recent show of God's hand and power. Glory to God. Church, we're in a great season. We are in an exciting season. I know that. I know that very, very well. And for us to, to lay hold on this season, we need to come to the end of ourselves. We need to come to the end of ourselves. Glory to God. Just right there where you are, just bow your heads. It's a sensitive season. It's a delicate season. You need the help of God. You need God's help. You need God's help to focus, to, to help you to put, put yourself together. You need that help. You need that help. So just talk to him. Say, Father, I need your help this season. I need your help this season. I, I need to be out of the way for you to work. I need to be out of the way for you to function. I need to take myself out of the way for you to function. Just talk to him for a moment. Just talk to him. Father, I ask for strength for everyone under the sound of my voice. I ask for strength for the church. That this season we're in, we need strength to birth the things that you want us to birth. Help us to get out of the way so that you can find expression. Help us to come to realize that we've come to the end of ourselves so that you can find expression. I ask, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Glory to God. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.